Welcome to Drunk on Comics Podcast, episode 473. Linz, welcome back. Thanks. Glad to be back. Um, since you're now catering to Anthony's schedule instead of mine, there's probably going to be more <laughs> than I miss. <laughs> so don't get too used to it. Well, we'll make do. I mean, it's it's the season. Yeah. The holidays are tough for us. We... We both have family. Shit going on. Yeah, it's just, it's a it's a busy time for everyone, but we still got to make time for comic books. And I'm glad you still make some time for me in comic books. I told you that you're a necessary part of my life at this point. Yes. <laughs> Finally got ingrained there that I'm stuck. Uh, we have a decent show today. Uh, talked a lot about... Uh, some movies that recently came out, yep. uh, some box office stuff. We talked about sagas in book form and also in film form. Hmm. And uh, other some, various things. It's some great comic book reviews. Yeah. Probably one of the best comics that I've read all year. So just have to stick around to find out what that is. So grab a cold one and enjoy Drunk on Comics Podcast, episode 473 The Eternal Saga. Tony, I'm happy to see you. I know it's been a it's been a while, and it's been a while since we've actually gotten to talk about like you know actual comic books. Yeah, we talked to Dan last time. Last time I was here, you and Anthony have gathered since then. Even then, we didn't review any comics. I'm so far behind on comics. Like, yeah, it sucks too because there's just been so much stress and everything else in my like work life and everything that just like what I enjoy and love so much, I I don't have time for. And this past week, I was luckily to have some more time. Oh, you so, don't just do that while you're working, Tony? You can't just do that shit while you're typing away? <laughs> who, who would do that? Like, I don't know. As I was told earlier that I am not holding up my end of the podcast because i work too much <laughs> just fit that in with my work hey it it yes whatever you say bounces off me <laughs> sticks to you i don't know <laughs> whatever that saying was uh no i do not read comic books while i work okay but i also don't cook and clean for other people as well so no you don't oh that looks nice on you your head is much bigger than mine. I'm learning. I'm wearing Tony's Halloween costume, which was magnificent. Well, thank you. Did you post pictures on our on our Drunken Comics Facebook? I don't even think I did that. No, no I don't think you did. You should. Put me on the, the grams. Yeah, I'll put you on the grams. Excellent. You guys will you guys will like it. I am planning on wearing this to some cons. I feel like it was one of your least intricate costumes, but probably one of your better looking ones. It definitely was less intricate. It also took me a while to 3D print most of the costume as well, but... Well, I think you got your money's worth from your 3D printer finally. Oh, for sure. And now, now that I have it working properly, too, 
I'm gonna start cranking out multiple things. So I made I already made an extra helmet. Nice. It was actually the the normal size. It was just too small for me, <laughs> so I had to make it a little bit bigger because <laughs> I do have a fat he has head. He a massive head. So without you being here, we we joke about it all the time that I, I buy shit then. Uh huh. And there really is no rhyme or reason why I only buy shit when you're not here, but it just kind of turned into a running joke. Yeah. What'd you so, buy? So I bought something that I think is awesome. Okay. And cool. Ooh. Don't you have, you have, yeah, there he is. I say you have Lion Cat already. Yes. The only reason why I've ever bought one Funko Pop was because of Lion Cat. Lion Cat's the Because shit. I wanted to have a figurine of Lion Cat. And I decided the other day to look up online, are there any, did they ever make any toys? And I found out that in April of this year, they made some Saga toys. And so this was, um, there's some on eBay, some on uh, Skybound, I think, uh, imprint. Yeah. And lo and behold, it wasn't too pricey. Oh, McFarlane toys. That's the good stuff. You know, they're going to keep it all image in-house. Yeah. Um, this comic book's coming back soon. Have we talked? I don't think we've talked about this since. No, I didn't know that was going to be the segue into that. But let me first talk about how awesome <laughs> this toy looks. The Will and Lion Cat. Yes. It. Are you keeping them in the box? Fuck no. Toys okay. are meant to be played Thank with. Thank you. Yes. I kept it in the box just to kind of show you. I approve that purchase. And it couldn't have been more than like, what, 30 bucks? I think it was 40. Okay. But even then... With all the, the intricate pieces and everything that it comes with, I'm just like, you know what? I I, I think it's worth it. Yeah. For for certain things. Treat yourself. Yeah. That's what I was thinking. You will not like to know the, all the other purchases when oh they come Oh my God, in. you bought more? Bought for yourself? More. It's almost Christmas time. I bought stuff for myself to have my mom give me for Christmas. Oh, did you? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you're because, at that age now? Yeah. Where they don't know what to get you. So you're just like, just give me some money. I'll buy myself shit. But she likes to have actual presents, ah. so I was like, do 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 do. you have them sent to her house? No, they're coming here, oh. but I'll just give them to her, and then I'll act <laughs> surprised. <laughs> Why don't you just make like a giant wish list so she can just buy them? Because I'm I'm a good collector where I can at least find the best deals i, I don't see. you believe spend my hours looking for things yeah yeah and and once i find like okay this is, i'm definitely going to purchase this i want it for sure i'll then try to find you know different ebay listings if i don't need a good box so but i also don't want a broken figure so some listings are less because the box is mangled but the toys all there or it doesn't even come with a box but if it has all the accessories so i'll want to look at the listing and be like Oh, it does have the little guns gotcha. or this and that. I don't think my mom could ever do that. So when something might be a 100... Nobody else wants to do that but you, Tony. Uh, there's tons of other collectors out there. They do it for themselves. Nobody's going to do it oh, for you. Yeah. <laughs> that is true. I can guarantee you, even if you were like in a relationship where the girl was like, Oh, I love you so much, Tony. She would be like, "Can I? can I just... Can I just suck your dick instead? I don't want to do this eBay shopping. <laughs> this is tedious and I hate it. I'll just give you a blowjob. Is that okay? <laughs> Works for me. I'll do the, I'll do the eBay shopping. Well, yeah. So 
I, I bought that also because the news did come out a couple weeks ago as well, which had got my mind on it all, is Saga is coming back. Yay! And yes, we haven't been able to talk about that. And I have since... There, there isn't much news except for it's it's coming back. It's right. coming out. And it's coming January 26th. So some uh, comic book stores are doing uh, a midnight release, you know, or a minute so that, you know... From that Tuesday to that Wednesday, right? People can can get the the comic and everything. But you know, for most comics, like I would kind of laugh and say, like, why? I mean, that's we what don't that. are for. Do you really need it at midnight? No, but you, you, you part of the only reason why I would ever go to anything like that is for the culture. More, yeah, that you're going to be with the fans of the I book because no one else is going to show up for that casual reader, right? And it is a damn good book. It is. I'm. I actually got really far behind. I don't think I've. I don't think I'm all the way up to current. I have all of the books. I just don't know that I've read because you know, when that's when that pile starts piling up, like, and you haven't read it for a while, you, it's almost like you have to start from the beginning again. I gave the first three uh, collected books to Anthony because there is nine of. The, you know the trade books mm-hmm. and there's like two omnibuses or something there's plenty of ways to to get it however yeah. you want to buy good luck trying to find actual prints of it because it's such a good comic i don't think there's a lot of people that are selling those for normal price oh well that's good to know oh you got some i think i have all the original printings of all of them first runs do you know when the last uh issue came out it was Take a guess. I'm going to say it was in 2017. No. Was it earlier than that? No. Oh. It was uh, 2018. Eight. I wasn't that far off. You looked at me like I was like... <laughs> no, but I was... 2002. For me, <laughs> I just was thinking 2019, like before yeah. the world exploded and yeah. everything. You always got to add that extra year and that people forget. It was, I don't, so I can't remember. That's why I, I said 2017, because I know for certain that I haven't read any since I've been in my new house. And I can never remember if I we bought our house in 2017 or 2018. <laughs> well, did you read issue 54 then? That's the last that they. I, like I said, I don't think I read up to the where they stopped. So, oh shit! Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I'm I'm behind on what's already out. So I read a quick refresher that I saw uh, scrounging for news, and it brought back some things of like I did completely forget that, or I did completely forget that because they're still in my mind. I know where the story is at right now, but holy shit! It many people thought when they had announced that they were taking a break, and it's been forever. Mm-hmm. That it just ended how it ended, which I don't even want to mention to you, but most people that have ever read the the story will know. It it's hard to even explain without just saying what happened. It's it's, it's, it's fine. You can. I don't care. No, just the deaths that that happen, oh, okay. and then the people that are not there anymore throughout the entire series. That's how it's been. It's a anything can go yeah. type thing. Well, and they jump years, right? in the books and things like that and the couple that you thought that would be together forever ends up splitting up at some point but I don't know if they get back together I can't remember if I read that far it's just such a great 
Yeah, the only one that you know survives is Hazel because she's the one telling this story. Yeah. About her parents and and the whole everything, but side characters this and that coming in and out. Right. It's, oh gosh. Yeah. I can't. Uh, yeah, I can't wait till this series comes back. What because... a great! It's the best book out of out of anything. Even like if you dig into like Marvel superheroes, obviously like Marvel and DC books, there's a bevy of cosplay opportunities. But I think more than anything, Saga provides such a great format for cosplay. It it just really does. I I've seen a couple of people cosplay as the the TV characters, right? With the TVs for the heads. Oh, yeah. And it, what just fucking genius shit. So that'll be fun to have come back. I'm excited. Well, I, just love, I love how um, inclusive the comic is mm-hmm. and how very much in your face of, like, making some statements such as just breastfeeding on the covers that cause controversy because some people... Are too uptight. Oh my god. The people who are anti-breastfeeding are just the weirdest. Something's wrong with them. Because breastfeeding, not a sexual act. People who find it offensive are thinking of it as a a sexual act. Which is disgusting. Because it's a baby eating food. (laughs) (laughs) You all should be ashamed of yourselves if you think of it. That's what women's breasts were made for. That is very true. That is what they're made for. That is what they're made for. So, anyway, going on to more um, before we get into some reviews, because I don't want to spend too much time on it because you haven't seen the movie yet, but yep. The Eternals. Yes. I or, heard it was or, bad. And you're I, saying no. No, definitely yeah. not. I can see why people might not have liked it as much as Spider-Man or Avengers or most of those other stories. Because it it took a while to get into where the action started. Okay. It started out slow. And I will say, too, one review that I did see, which was the beginning title scroll, did kind of... They could have made it a little bit more fresh in, like, a comic booky sort when they were explaining it. But think of the Star Wars scrolling mm. to explain where we're at and, the, and everything. But just not as cool. It's just some title like going up really lame for a marvel movie yes i will give 100 percent that sucked but as one of the only few people that's ever read the comic books there were some twists and turns where i was getting angry for the first half that then by the second half when they had some other things revealed that i go oh okay yep that's close enough to the comics that i'm cool with this version mm-hmm. i know that it's the mcu and so things are different than comic book version things but there were just really some things in the beginning that i'm like that makes no sense what so fucking ever but there's a reason why so let's be spoilery so anyone who hasn't seen it yet if you don't want it to be spoiled like jump ahead and i haven't seen it yet and i don't care about spoilers so we know that the eternals battle the what are they called the deviants deviants in the comic books thanos is fucking purple because he's got the deviant gene, right? Mm-hmm. So why, if they're battling deviants, couldn't they justify taking on Thanos and stopping him from doing what he did? Do they... Because, do they... because he doesn't have... Because he, he's an eternal, and he is not a deviant. He's got, like, you know, 
a different chromosome. Yeah. But it doesn't, just like, well. His mother should have killed him at birth like she wanted to. Yes. <laughs> Although, I actually had but this. then there wouldn't be so many great MCU stories. I know. And I had this actual back and forth in my head the other day about the uh, um, Winter Soldier and the Falcon TV series and that whole thing about how the world actually was a better place after 50% of the people <laughs> were gone and when they all came back that it got worse. And I was like, oh, no. So there, there is... <laughs> now I feel weird about Thanos. <laughs> even though they, they do mention it and everything, they explain pretty well, but it's later on where they finally explain kind of the reasons why. Okay. And for me, I accepted those as it made some sense. For some people, you may still be like the righteous, like, no, you need to always fight evil and this and that. But again, with what the stakes were that they were about, as well as some secrets of who and where they actually are from, mm-hmm. it made sense. Okay. And, yeah, with without being spoilery, they say they came to Earth from a, from a different planet, from Olympus, and it really just, I'm like, that's not fucking true. They were here when man was created and, and the Deviants were created too. That's comic book lore. That's Jack Kirby right there. They are from another planet though, aren't they? No, they were created by the Celestials mm. on Earth. And then the ones where uh, Thanos comes off from, from Titan, yeah, they were an off-branch of the Eternals on Earth. They were like, fuck okay. you guys, we don't like what you're doing. We're going to go settle over here. Gotcha. And that's why, yeah, they call themselves Titans then there instead of Eternals. Right. Okay. Still same genes, same right. superpowers. The powers are a bit different here than in the comic books as well. Where they all have their their main thing, where in the comic books they kind of all kind of could do some different things. This look, seems like they're specialized. But it made it for a good mm-hmm. uh, narrative for certain things that happened in the movie, too. So, overall, the people that say they didn't like it, I, I can see why. Because it was not, again, what they were looking forward to. But by the end, it it got to some of that action. And overall, the whole movie was just beautiful. Yeah. Like, I've not seen such flawless CGI as they did with originating how their powers worked. And, you know, you've seen it in all the trailers. Mm-hmm. Like, it seems like, you know, they get this kind of, like, mystical, like, aura around them. Or mm-hmm. um, Angelina Jolie's, like, making weapons come out of the thin air of stuff. That was really cool. How was she in the movie? She was actually really good. It's funny because I think of her as like I I'm I was surprised that she agreed to do a Marvel movie because I always just think of her as being a bit uptight. But like every movie I've seen her in has been good. She's I've done seen, Tomb Raider. Yeah, I know, I know, I know this. She did fucking a movie. She the girl interrupted and all kinds of crazy bullshit she did when she was younger. But in my head, I think of her as the type of person that's like I'm too good for this. Even though I know that's not true, that's just the vibe she gives off. Yeah, I think I think she was well. I think all of them were perfectly cast, even with some of the, either the gender swapping or you know, kind of filling out the diversity there because mostly they were males, white males. Yeah. Uh, to put it bluntly, in with the a comic couple books. ladies. Yeah. So, yeah. all in all, I I would hundred percent say see it. Because there's some shit that happens towards the end, too, that 
sets up some minor uh well, I things. said we were going to be spoiler spoilery, so let's talk about that. So Star Fox, right, mm-hmm. is is introduced, and that's Thanos's brother. Yeah, yeah, biological brother. Yep. Who has all the good looks. Yep. And his mutant power, well, not mutant power, his Eternals power. Do you know what it is? It's He's a panty dropper, isn't he? Yeah, he pretty much has <laughs> yeah. the power to, like, yeah, because he's Eros, people. right? That was his original name was Eros. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's God, God of Love. Um, Pip the Troll, who I'm fucking excited for. That, was, to me, was also like, holy shit, because this could tie into... Adam Warlock. Yes. Which they've cast. They've announced that his character is cast, so that's exciting. And then, of course, at the very, very end, you get somebody off screen talking to... John is it John Snow? John Snow, and that's um our our new friend Blade, who I'm very fucking excited about. I didn't think I loved Wesley Snipes as Blade, and I think that the first Blade movie is discounted so much as being like a very good comic book movie. Um, so I'm excited about Mahershala Ali. He did yeah such a good job in Luke Cage. Well, that's the thing, too. I I don't see... Okay, I don't want to say where I feel the most star power and like money that they're going to put behind. But 100%, if it's a Spider-Man movie, they're making breaking a billion. If it's an Avengers movie, they're breaking a billion. Mm-hmm. Some of these other ones, they're going to be making some money, but not that high. So, again, a Blade movie and everything... Or whatever they do with that. Well, they are making a Blade movie. But this seemed more like it might go into the Dark Avengers or a, maybe a TV series on Disney+. Plus. I don't know. But they're setting up, again, more threads to make this mm-hmm. universe seem more full of different superheroes. And at the end, too, with I really loved when they were talking about how the universe was created by the Celestials. It really kind of gave a sense of how powerful these beings are. Also, the night before I went and watched this movie, I was watching Nova, and there was a whole thing about how the universe created and still some things that we don't know, but mm. dark matter, everything. And there were some sweet infographics on it. And when they got in the movie of showing these giant freaking like celestials, like creating universes and everything, I was like, wow, that's like comic book way of kind of how they were explaining it. Yeah. Real, real way in reality. Uh, yeah, having the Celestials and how they had them portrayed really, to me, shows they can do a good Galactus. Something that... Oh, we... yeah. There should be no reason why they can't at this point. I feel like before, they they could have been... Well, besides it being Fox that was just fucking dumb to make him a cloud monster. <laughs> and also, maybe the CGI at the time, too, wouldn't have been as yeah, great. But, but listen, in a world where where we've had kaiju movies since the dawn of time, there's no reason that you couldn't figure out how to do a Galactus at that point. We've even had some great King Kong and Godzilla movies. Mm-hmm. Storylines, maybe not great, but like the actual creatures themselves looked pretty good. So there's just no reason other than they fucking cheaped out and punked out and didn't want to introduce this world eater that was an actual thing. Instead just made it this stupid ass smog monster from lost yeah uh one of the things too that the the writer for eternals 
was asked is, so celestial or ego, mm. he said he was a celestial, and and the the nice PR response was you've seen celestials now in our film and what they are and what they're capable of. Um, there's largest planets and this and that. So uh, I guess you know as far as we know, they haven't met ego yet. So. Egos is is ego a celestial in That's the what comic they said. books? Is he no. in the comic books? I didn't think so. And he's not even Star Lord's dad in the comic books, right? It's no, somebody yeah. else. Yeah, it's a king to yeah. a whole because he's a prince to a whole right. nation. Right. Which yeah. is again, MCU can be totally different. The one thing that I wish they wouldn't have done is made Ego the dad. I would have loved to have a secret uh spacefaring race that then he comes to find out holy shit i'm a prince and right and the hijinks that that could have happened i get it a bit for the movies to throw but yeah that was just dumb it was a good movie but that concept yeah yeah so uh all in all they made uh 71 million i believe which they're projecting to make 67 million okay opening which is a pretty strong contender. Obviously, it you have to look at pandemic, uh, you know, box offices mm-hmm. and everything. Where Black Widow is still the highest for all of them with eighty million, I believe. And I want to say That's how much the box office was for Black Widow uh, opening weekend. I mean, and they're... so and that's funny because that was the one where, so that one was the last one they put out co-streaming. Yeah. And yeah. And those numbers don't include the purchases from streaming. It's just theaters. Mhm. Well, well, then there's no justification for them not to do co-releases. If her movie made the most box office for an opening weekend, then what the fuck's the hold up? I'd pay $30 to see Eternals at my house. I just don't understand people. <laughs> I watched Dune at home. It was great. I'd still go see it in the movie theater again if there's nothing else to do. I'd go see this again. I'd see all of them. And actually, uh, Shang-Chi's coming out, I believe. Oh, I'd watch that again. on Disney Plus as well. So good. I don't... Again, I'm going to go to the theaters for these movies because they are that type of movie to see. I can't wait. I just don't like going out in public. I know. I did go see the new Wes Anderson movie in the theater, though. And that was really good. What was it about? It's called the um, French... God, what was it called? So basically, it, it had all the Wes Anderson people in it, right? Like Bill Murray and Jason Schwartzman and Tilda Swinton were all in it. And it's, it's a, about this newspaper... And they would go over different stories from the history of the newspaper and like play them out. It was is is a great Wes Anderson movie if you like Wes Anderson. And he's not a, he's not for everybody. He should be, but he's not. Anyway, <laughs> sorry. That no, was the right. last movie I saw in the theater. <laughs> well, let's get into some books. Books. Well, let me tell you, I read, hold on, let me get in front of the microphone. It's hard with the computer off to the side. I keep like, 
If you hear me going in and out, it's because I don't know how to... Multitask? Multitask. Yeah, I'm a, ta- a terrible person. Um, <laughs> so I read May's book. I was two behind, so I read two and three today. And just as a reminder, this is a Jeff Lemire book he, where he's writing and drawing. Um, the first book covered kind of the origin of the story. This man had lost his daughter ten years ago, and all of a sudden he started getting phone calls and seeing, like, things that made him think of her, and then he got a phone call from her saying to come find her in the center of the maze, basically. So the next couple issues are him basically trying to do that, right, figure, (laughs) but, like, in in a world where he very clearly just is coming off super crazy to everyone else, right? He goes to see his ex-wife, who's like, that you are insane, you gotta get out of here. His neighbor lady was like, well, you, it doesn't, none of this that you're saying makes sense, but, you know, I guess you gotta do what you gotta do. She's one of those people. And he keeps having these dreams about the maze, and he get, and it's just, it's, oh, it's so weird and good, and like, I've gotten to the point in the book where if Jeff Lemire takes it to the end and it turns out that the daughter is actually dead, I'm going to be really mad. (laughs) (laughs) Because it's heartbreaking is the thing. It's heartbreaking to watch this dad have this, like, hope that his daughter, who's been dead for 10 years, is actually still alive. To, like, come to the end of this book and find out that, yes, she is just still dead and he's crazy. Like... that might be the one thing that puts me off Jeff Lemire books and that's a real hard thing to do (laughs) you say that but then you'll pick up the next one and I don't know man not if he hurts my heart like that (laughs) not if he breaks my heart well I have bad news for you but uh, it might be (laughs) you don't know you don't know I'm like a bet no (laughs) you're not even reading the book A and B I read the first issue yeah, it's on issue three now, Tony. Did I not start off the show by saying I got <laughs> books to catch up on? I guess now I can just skip those other two books. No, you should read them. They're I don't so... want my heart to be broken, too. <sighs> I really hope he doesn't. He hasn't steered me wrong. Even Trillium was, like, as weird as that book got. Like, that had a good ending. But, anyway... I have another book to review. I just got to figure out how to pull it up on my computer. <laughs> so you do yours, your, if you have one. Do you All have right. one? Yes, I have two that I want to... Okay. One, briefly, I want to talk about, so I'll bring that up. It's uh, New Burn, number one, by Chip Zdarsky. And I just have to say, it. part of me was, when I was reading it, I, I liked the, the way it was going. It was someone was dead there was a guy that was investigating uh there was some you know cocaine that was stolen and trying to figure out who did it and everything and and this woman in the apartment but it was really towards the end when he's starting to kind of solve the case so again it felt i don't know what you'd call it detective type comic book okay and really who this person was he had a phone call at the beginning of the book of like yes i'm on my way and stuff so you think he's some secret agent or a cop but it's really towards the end when he really, you know, tells this person who pulls a gun on him, someone steals from the Flying Dragons, I find out who did it. Someone murders a Russian mobster, I find out who did it. 
So nobody touches me. That's the rule. I'm a UN inspector walking through a war zone. So you think you want to pull that trigger? Like, he's pretty much saying he's safe, like, regardless mm. of what he does, because he's on everyone's pay books in the underground hmm. world to, like, figure shit out and then let them know. But it makes him then, like, no, none of them are going to go against to attack him. And I kind of liked where the story went. And also throughout this story, too, um, there's uh, this person's journal uh, that kind of just comes up with some things of, like, what happened, what she said and everything. And I just like the last page when he asked her a question and in her journal, just, fuck. Mm. Like, oh, mm-hmm. shit. Mm-hmm. So... I don't want to give too much away because, again, being kind of one of those revealing type things, uh, I truly enjoyed the writing of it, so that's good. You said Chip Zdarsky, writer? Yeah. I mean, he's usually got good stuff. Yes, he does. So what do you have? Um, okay. So uh, friends of the show, <laughs> and I say that because they love us and we love them. Uh, Ayolanda Zanfardino and Alyssa Rimboli have a new comic that came out last week. Last week, and last week is subjective depending on when this podcast goes up. <laughs> so, the, the day that we're recording this, last week. So you know, whatever. But it's called a thing called Truth. They're the team that did Allison. Leatherland, which I fucking loved. And this is off to a really good start as well. So the art in this, obviously, similar style to Alice in Leatherland. Um, a little less, I would say, maybe fluffy, right? Because Alice in Le- Leatherland was also, like, children's booky mm-hmm. at points and, like, paying homage to the whole fairy tale thing. So it was a little more uh, hearts and stars, this book is about this woman who is a, is a scientist working for this company, and she, she comes up with this device that will save so many people and can be offered at, like, a very low price to help just, like, save the world. Like, that was her goal. She wanted to get into what she was doing, and she, like lost her marriage and like has no life because like her whole goal and out of all of this was to like make the world a better place. So she gets to the end of her thing. And that's kind of where this starts off is she's gotten to the end of her, I don't want to say experiment trials, uh, sciencey words, insert sciencey words here. She's gotten to the end of it and is ready to like, tell people about it and she goes home and wakes up the next day and tries to go to work and she's been terminated from the system right they tell her that she doesn't remember because she's clearly been working too much but she resigned yesterday did they say it in an austrian voice you've been terminated <laughs> well she re- they told her she resigned she handed it in a resignation so she's been removed from the system and make her feel like really gaslighter into like you know 
trying to make her feel like it was something she did without realizing it when very clearly and they right after she leaves they cover this very clearly it's just one of those scenarios where this giant corporation doesn't want this information to get out because they don't want to sell it for cheap because they want to make money instead of save people's lives so basically they've stolen her work fired her and then made her feel crazy (laughs) which made me angry And then she goes to the bar to get drunk. And she gets drunk. She's successful at that. And and can't drive home, so she just falls asleep in the back of her car. And when she wakes up, this woman is driving her car. And they're in, like, Italy or France or something like that. Hold on. I can actually tell you because I have the book right here. (laughs) But, so, her car's been stolen with her in it. And... That's where the book ends. I don't. We don't know who this woman is or what's going on or where they're going. But my guess is, is that they team up later because the very beginning of this book starts with them crashing through the gates of where she, the main character used to work. I have to say the art is gorgeous. It It's insanity how good the art is. Like, I, how, where did this woman come from? Just out of nowhere, she's dropping this art on the world. It's like, where have you been? <laughs> Why is it all of a sudden, like, is it, were you hiding in Europe? <laughs> America welcomes you with open arms because the art in this is amazing. Um, but yeah. So again, just really great writing, really great art. I, there, I don't, I can't say enough about this team. I mean, it's unfair that the two people who are so talented, they can, they shouldn't be allowed to be like a couple. It's just not fair to the rest of us. <laughs> I don't know why it's been allowed to happen. Um, makes me real angry when I think about it. <laughs> just kidding. I'm sure they're probably very lovely together. But... Even, but you're like, I want to be friends with you. I know. It's like, can you move to Grand Rapids, Michigan so we can hang out? You can teach me Italian, and I'll teach you English. Um, <laughs> bad English. Um, anyway, so this came out from Image. The last book they did, I believe, was more of a self-published venture. Um, so definitely check it out. I You will not be disappointed. Again, it's beautiful to look at, and the story is really good so far. It, it, you know, it, it touches on something that we all know happens. We all know pharmaceutical companies are fucking bastions of evil (laughs) so it'll be interesting to see where the story goes um but i'm excited to take that trip all right i am excited to be on the trip with you because i know you'll review all the books i won't i won't so alice in leatherland was a really kind of short and i didn't even review all of those um, it was a short series. I'm not sure how long this one is. It's an image book, so it could go. It could be three or it could be thirty. You mm-hmm. just never know. So I'll try not to review all of them, but I will provide reminders <laughs> when they come out at, at the very least. So a book that I read that, hands down, I would say this wins for one of the best stories I've read in a while, and okay. I didn't think I was going to like it at all. It's Dark Knights of Steel, number one. 
Dark Knights of Steel? Yes. So what what do you think that would involve? Well, it sounds like a Batman book. Okay. And Steel. <laughs> the guy who was Superman for a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> I guess that's that's one way you could go with it. But It's a Batman Steel crossover. No, it, it is not that. Uh what it is is DC uh, heroes, you know, people that we know and love in an Elseworlds that is uh, fantasy uh, adventure. Oh, uh, medieval-y stuff? Yes. Oh. So that's where you get the Dark Knights of Steel wearing, you know, armor and everything, which I thought this was going to be another one of those, the Dark Knights metal and getting right. multi- multiverse yeah. everything, which those were fun. Mm-hmm. But I also I wish they would have stopped. Yes, and yeah. that's where I almost did not read this. I saw someone put a review online that I go, "Oh, this is right up my alley. I love everything fantasy. Yeah. I'm all for it." Right. And so, what it does is it starts off with, um, you know, just some some captions of like you know what what could be or prophecies mean this and that, and it shows uh, Jor El and, and his wife. And Krypton about ready to blow, and then the sh- the rocket ship going off from there, and it lands. But what was crazy was there is Kara and Jor El in the ship, and she's going into labor. Mm. And then some knights and horses come and pull swords on them, and he's asking for help. And then you know they're like they're demons, blah blah blah, and so he just laser blast them all because obviously they are lasers beat swords yes yeah. all the time every single time and so then it, it it shows the castle in the background and then 19 years later so we know what age superman is right now and you meet a younger bruce who they don't you know use last name but he is a prince so you later find out that this is his castle and everything Parents aren't there. They probably got murdered on the way to their mm-hmm, local mm-hmm. puppet show or something. But <laughs> whatever they did in medieval times, they don't get into that. Which, again, you don't need to always get into why they're dead. Just, I can accept, okay, they're dead. Obviously, him and and, and uh, Superman are, you know, mm-hmm. good friends and everything. Cal, in, in this uh, sense, because he's got his super... Uh, Kryptonian parents that named Yeah, him. so he wasn't given the name Clark. Clark, yeah. Yeah. And there's, it starts off with there, there's some banshee around there. And so as Bruce is, you know, dedicated his life to these new monarchs that have taken over, which again, partially you didn't know about him owning the castle and being there at first. So you just think he's just there to help. You later find out that his parents were there, but because well, you guys are gods. Like, he pretty much is friends with them. And he's like, I need to protect you. You guys are better served to be the king and queen than than me. Because, again, you're gods. And so he uh, he's going to protect because there's a banshee. And, you know, one of the few things that can hurt the Kryptonians is magic. Mm. And a banshee having, you know, What's did you not know banshee? that? What's a banshee? So, like, uh, Irish folklore, Scream... Uh, yeah, I, I feel like I knew the Scream part, even without the character from the X-Men. 
yeah, but like that's what it's named after. But they are kind of like a uh, phantasmal kind of ghost. That, okay. You know, again, like I said, that Irish screams. folklore that comes into yeah. it. Yeah. And so that's magic. Anyways, you come to find out when he does find this person, it's it's a uh, black canary, which I knew it was gonna probably uh, be. Yeah, that makes sense. But she pretty much, and he has his group of robins as well. That <laughs> there's multiple of them, and yeah. I'm just like thinking, that's so. Funny. Wow, that's you're just sending them to go scout out things first and everything. There's an Alfred in here, and it was funny too because when um, God, I want to keep calling him Clark, but when Cal is talking about wanting to to go. Help! He's like, I'm impervious to all this, and he's like, but you, you know, magic will hurt you. Well, you're you're human. It's gonna hurt you too. And he just gives this look. And when he's trotting off on his uh, horse, the Alfred type person goes, "That's the look he resorts to when he knows he lost an argument and just walks away." (laughs) Which I'm like, that is kind of funny explanation when he, yeah, Batman just shuts up, scowls, and then leaves. (laughs) He knows he lost, but. He's not going to say it. Yeah. And ultimately, there's a, there's other characters throughout, you know, DC, things that you would hmm. know. Uh, some of their names are flat out the same, but just in this setting. There's a pretty big fucking twist at the end that I won't give away because this story was just so good, but really was like a new direction than I thought they could have gone with this. It could have just done all the same normal tropes that happen within you know, retelling of a story that DC's already done. But this is fresh, it's it's new, it's different, and I'm here for it. Yeah. It's one of a 12-part series. Oh, 12. That's nice. Yes. Um, it, I, I, I might have to check that out. I feel like I'm real disconnected from DC, getting my comics um, more digitally than off the shelf because they come out on a different day. So, like, I literally have to just look at a whole different day of releases mm-hmm. to see. And oftentimes I skip over them. <laughs> I'll flat out say this was just such a fun read. Yeah. Again, because of everything that it has mashed up together, yeah. uh, everything just seemed to fit. Obviously, uh, Oliver Queen was in here as, like, a Robin Hood person. Right, of course. And he kind of plays a small part in what kind of happens at the end, that the cliffhanger really just well done Hmm. sounds interesting i like that they took the superman thing and like the parents were in the ship because it never made any sense to me i was like okay (laughs) this is going to be something of just the superheroes in this setting right but when it showed the ship open and they were both there wow yeah it it, his so jor-el's supposed to be like this genius Right? <coughs> mm-hmm. So he couldn't make a, a ship big enough for, I don't know, at least the mom to go with the baby? Like, they both had to stay on the planet and die? It didn't make any sense to me ever. So I like that in this version, they got their shit together and were like, well, all these people are going to die anyway. We might as well save ourselves. <laughs> well, yeah, that's all that I have Fun. right now. That's a good one. Do we got any... Did we cover all the news? Did you have any other... Newsy news, news, news to talk about. I mean, I have tons of things to talk about. Oh, well, let's do it. Uh, I have nothing, so you have to drive this conversation as always. Diamond Publishing, uh, as you're talking about, <laughs> good thing you get stuff digitally. I know, I know. It's listen. I love comic book stores. 
I can't, I can't manage physical comics anymore. And that's all it is. Like, I just can't, I can't do it. I don't have the space for it. I don't have the space for physical comics. I'm sorry. I love you local comic book stores. Nothing against brick and mortar stores at all. I hope they're successful. I hope they are here for a really long time. I just, I can't manage the logistics of having comic books in my house anymore. That's all it is. Well, many people won't be able to get them soonish because they have this ransomware that it, they said that it hasn't affected their computers. It has all the data for their customers and all that information, but what they use to ship stuff and get that going through mm. the pipeline has pretty much delayed some books. Uh, it sounded like they're getting close to fix, but again, I don't know how you fix these things. I know many multiple corporations that you're just kind of screwed unless someone's got a backup, in which case then it's like a week's time to get back up. And here's a big thing just for anyone out there. There's been more and more of these ransomware things going out, and it just seems to be escalating. Mm -hmm. Uh, I already know within my business there's been a couple places that we get stuff from that they've been down for a week and I pretty much now put two and two together that if they're down for a week, it's probably mm-hmm. something like this. Someone clicked on something that got infected in all the systems. Yeah, don't click on emails. Don't click in. I, even if when I get emails at work that have links from people that I know I usually get emails from, I don't do it. I don't. I just don't click on links and emails ever. <laughs> I just don't do it. Don't that's, do it. That's what sucks with me is I have to actually you have to yeah. click on things that are confirmations and stuff. But I'm, I know at least most of the people that are emailing me. Right. And if not, I have my IT department to who I can easily forward those to. Most big corporations have them. Mm-hmm. Use them. Yep. So that you don't. Yeah. Become like that. It's crazy to me how many people I've dealt with on a day to day basis who have sent things to me who I've sent to my ID IT department. So I don't respond to them. And then they're like, why didn't you ever respond to this email? I said, they send links that are like secure. That you have to put like a password in for it. Or like you have to download something. I'm like, listen, nobody's doing that. Why are you sending emails like this? That's crazy. It's crazy. Don't send emails where I have to download something. <laughs> I'm never going to do it. Ever. Figure it out. <laughs> so I don't know how much ransomware usually you know, the people ask for or whatever. But I do know how much uh, Weta Workshop got sold for. Weta? Do you know what Weta Workshop? Weta? Yes. No. It is the people behind... It was pretty much uh, created with uh, by Peter Jackson to help do the Lord of the Rings, and that's where they first kind of got underway. I, wa- I believe it was already founded a bit before that for okay. some of his other movies, but... Was this a transition? Did you just transist? Transist? Did you just... <laughs> What's the singular for a transition? Yeah. Did Tran- you just transit. transition into a whole other story? That yeah. was so smooth that I didn't even notice that's what the fuck you were doing. I thought we were still on the ransomware oh. story. <laughs> Alright, sorry. Keep going. But anyways, uh, <laughs> you know, Weta is is huge in the entertainment industry uh, for all of their um, props and, and real, uh, not uh, 
practical effects. Practical effects, yep. And everything that they make. Uh, because most prop makers and people on set, you know, that takes time. It takes mm-hmm. dedication. Weta, though, somehow does it for cheaper, I guess, and just and hands above everything else. So that uh, has just been sold to Unity. And Unity is a game developer. Um, they make the Unity game engine, uh, which I guess is part of lots of things. And I believe they're going for pretty much the digital side of Weta things for what they can do after. Because they don't only do uh, practical. They also do all the touch-ups and everything that they did. And again, Lord of the Rings being one of the bigger movies. Right. but. Pretty much and that anything. Was, that's old now. Lord of the Rings is old and it now. Still looks, and it still looks good. Because yeah. they are just they are the cream of the crop of where you'll have uh pretty much it used to be uh um industrial light and magic mm-hmm. for America and that yeah. is still also high up there as well. Yes. But but I'd have to say that, you know, Weta's probably a little bit better with some of their VX VFX stuff where industrial light and sound is more of sound now but anyways i ain't getting into what's what and who's who but it sold for 1.6 billion dollars crazy yeah that's crazy uh that it's cash and stock deal um obviously peter jackson's going to be getting um well at least half of that because he co-founded it and that's a big chunk of change there it is it is. I can't even fathom having that amount of money. I know. It's That's how much it is. <laughs> uh, yes. Uh, speaking of money, Squid Game. That was a less smooth transition. I know. I was trying to think. I was like, man, if I would have thought of it ahead of so time. Good. Uh, yeah, Squid Game. Okay. Uh, was for money. And I guess the, the, the person who created it is getting more money because they're making a, a season two. Yeah. Was almost inevitable. Yeah. However, it also kind of ended in a way that you didn't need a sequel. Right. And it also, up until this moment when he'd been asked, he was like, I didn't have plans. I didn't know, whatever. Now he's just like, yeah. I guess I will make plans to to make that. Listen, Korean film and television is, is in a hot spot right now, and I'm all for, I'm all for it because they're doing stuff that, like... You know, we're not doing over here, so uh, I can't wait. Um, going through my my toy buying stuff. Oh, uh, do you know what Turbo Man is? Terrible Man. Turbo Man. Turbo Man. I'll give you a hint. Turbo Man is the thing from that Christmas movie. Yeah, Jingle All the Way yes. with Arnold Schwarzenegger. Yes. So back uh, when the movie came out. Uh, 1996 there was a turbo man action figure yep. made uh it is being remade uh and it's going to be a walmart exclusive for 35 bucks and i why because of the nostalgia that there's not like a remake of the movie coming out or anything like that not that no not that okay. i've heard of it's just it's one of those things where uh the originals if you bought one are going for like over 300 on ebay and again, the it many people right now instead of innovating are like, what's a hot property that people would collect? Again, targeting people like me because again, the action figure I have no need for the action figure, but I did enjoy the movie enough 
uh, to where... That much? You, did you enjoy it that much? No, I didn't enjoy it enough to where I'm actually going to buy it. But it, I enjoyed it enough to where I'm, like, was intrigued that they're making this because they obviously know enough people enjoyed it that yeah. they're going to sell this. Well, the, so the kids, so how old were you in 1996? 12. I was, yeah, I was 15. 14. Yeah. yeah. So the people who really dug that movie are now of an age where they have like disposable income and also like they're you where (laughs) they are adults who buy toys. Like our parents didn't buy toys for themselves. Never in a million fucking years would our parents have bought themselves toys. At least not the kind that we want to hear about. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Well, did you know that there is a toy hall hall of fame? There's a yeah, well yeah, of course there is. There's fucking Hall of Fame for everything. Yeah. So this year's inductees uh, were just announced. Okay. And uh, one of them is an American Girl doll. Uh, yep. Okay. Um, a specific American Girl doll or just American Girl dolls? Uh, American Girl dolls. Okay. So like that that line. Uh, Risk funny. the board game. Okay. And the Universal Play thing. Sand. Sand? Yep. Sand. Sand? Yes. I mean, I, you know, it's fair. Yeah, like, again, their, their, their reasoning behind it has turned into a lot of people that are toy collectors and stuff to make just tons of memes of, like, what. But their reasoning behind it is it is probably the first and universal world's oldest toy. People have played Did with sand. Did you have sand. a sandbox? That yeah. you played in when you, like, we totally had a sand. And of course, our, my, the sandbox I played in when I was little was literally like a, just an outline of wood with sand in it. And but kids these days have like those turtles, those plastic turtles that have sand in them. And like, you can get like the squishy sand now that you can play with. And, and you can like have a little like arm claw digger, like, yeah. uh, you know, oh structure things. On the playground of the school that I went to in elementary school, we had sand dunes. And fuck, that is where we smelled. We had playground equipment, but we all hung out in the sand dunes. So again, when <laughs> at first when I said this, it made no sense. Yeah. But just speaking out loud. It totally that, makes sense. That makes sense. It's yeah. one of those things of, okay, I, I, I'm here for the memes because it is kind of funny. Sand castles. Yeah. What do you do when you're on the beach? You fucking play with sand or you swim or sleep, I guess, as an adult. But <laughs> you mostly play with sand. So yeah, no, that makes sense. Oh, and then last thing that I really have to uh, to bring up uh, is there is a Secret X Men uh, one shot coming out. Which remember when they had the everyone vote for who they want to have as yes. the new X Men? Yep. Well, they're making a again a one shot comic of then what happened to the rest of them. So there's not much details of what they're going to do, but it's just all those people. You know, yeah. and have have kind of a time to shine, which again they pop up from here and now yeah. in the X Men books. That's a series that I need to get back finished because Inferno's almost going to uh, be done next. It got too month. unwielding for me. It did the same. I was all in, and it did the same thing that always happens with all X Men books: is there are too many. <laughs> and I know you don't have to read all of them, but man, oh man, do you have to read all of them? You really do. Yep. So I fell off that, which sucks. 
Well, you can at least read this one. Yeah. It'll be a one shot, so you don't have to know all that's going on. Right. And I'll just fill you in. Cool. That's, again, that's why I'd be in my life. Uh, <laughs> booze in the book this week is uh, Gunslinger Spawn, number one. This came out a couple weeks ago as well, but, again, catching up to mm-hmm. to reading. And it was really good. Uh, just like King Spawn, it had a couple different stories within this first initial uh, issue because it was about like 44 pages of you know spawnness and one of the things that i really liked was a small uh story explaining about his guns and his weapons and how if you know anything about spawn he has his uh i'm gonna butcher what it is his nectoroplasm or whatever his powers that be within him but when he uses those powers there was always a, a meter on the oh, spawn things yep. that went down because again to recharge they weren't infinite yes and how you recharged was i can't even remember how but he had to pretty much steal some other spawn nectroplasm or whatever you'd call it and so this guy is talking about how you know when he kills people he bullets work but when they're you know something other when they're a demon or anything the only thing that can stop that is his power and so his blood and so it shows him kind of dipping knives in his blood and his bullets in blood and so he needs to make each bullet count because that's taken away his power and Mm -hmm. so in order to survive well he needs power but in order to kill these things he needs to waste his power on his weapons right and so he needs to make each moment count and I really liked at the end of overall the different stories that I had in there, it had this counter that said 613, which that's powerful more than a human, obviously, but that's spawn-wise, you know, pretty low, I think, or mid-tier to lower. Uh, also, uh, him... What is it? The meter says 613? Mm-hmm. And you said that's higher than a human. Well, I, well a human wouldn't have any. I'm just saying, though, like... <laughs> When it comes to the different spawns right. and everything, you know, they would be up in thousands oh, of okay. power. All right. And so this just kind of explained to the people that kind of know about the counter where he's at. Gotcha. Low. The... He's low. Yes. Yeah. Okay. And also this is the 1800s, mid-1800s to Old West times. He also explains needing to get back to the 19th century and everything. So oh, time traveler. Yeah. Is it the same spawn? It's not our spawn. It's not L. Okay. Or oh, I forget the other guy that became a spawn too. But Al Simmons is the main. Yeah, spawn, he's the only so. one that matters. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but overall, it was a interesting uh, start to the new series. Uh, again, with after King Spawn, I've been reading some up on the Spawn universe and everything, and you can never go wrong with Spawn. Especially if you want to get bang for your buck because the art is phenomenal Mm -hmm. and the story is usually dense. Like, it is, like, wordy, in which case it's, like, a book that you're reading. So Mm -hmm. definitely get your money's worth. Comic books are books, Tony. How dare you? (laughs) So with this, I was thinking of, like, something with a gun. Uh, What could you pair this with? And what I came up with was a... um, I was thinking of like a gunslinger type. Uh, so like whiskey. Cocktail or something. So just whiskey, hard whiskey. Right. I guess, I mean, it could have been that too. <laughs> Try to think uh, of what they what they get when they go into the bar. And and what, what, I, what I found was a revolver uh, cocktail. 
Okay. So it's uh, pretty much a caffeinated uh, twist on a Manhattan. So, and here's the thing, too. When I was looking up one before, which was called The Gunslinger, oh, my God, it was such... It's just like looking up cooking recipes. Oh, yeah, like, it's so complicated. Yeah, I'm like, I don't want to know your fucking story yeah. of why you came with this. Just tell me the ingredients right. and what, how much that I need to add to this. So with this one, uh, it's two ounces of bourbon, a uh, half ounce of coffee liqueur, uh, two dashes of orange bitters, and garnish it with a, a flamed orange peel, orange peel, which I think the garnish and all flamed? that. Flamed? Yeah, so like you'd kind of just flame it and then stick it in there. Just put the orange peel that's, in That's That I was going to say, yeah. that's, you don't even need the orange peel. Like, that's some fancy-ass I mean, shit, but... It's a normal garnishment for a Manhattan. So. Yeah, that's that's too fancy for my <laughs> drinking. You're supposed to, like, rub the oil on the glass and then put it I mean, in I'm not going to lie. I have gone to some nicer cocktail bars and... Oh, they, yeah. They, they are good and yummy. Let somebody else make them for you, right? That's what I'm yes. saying. But even then, I'm not going there to get drunk. That was for a, a nice taste of right. a treat. And I'm more of the person that gets drunk, so. So I love a good whiskey sour, right? And there's the whiskey sours that you get from bars that are, like, literally just whiskey and sour mix. And then there's the whiskey sours that you get that are whiskey and house-made sour mix and, like, the egg white foam on the top. And holy fuck, is there a difference between those two cocktails? <laughs> so there is a place in this world for very fancy cocktails. It's just somebody else is making them for me. Yeah. I'm never doing it myself. Um, last news for ending. Uh, Dean Stockwell uh, recently passed away at 85. He played famously Al within uh, Quantum Leap. Okay. He's also done plenty of other movies. Uh, also had a huge part in the Battlestar Galactica uh, remake that they did as one of the main characters there. But I personally, I've watched all Quantum Leap multiple times. It was one of those things that's on repeat that it, oh boy, you know, just watched all the time. And uh, I know, I've heard that they're actually making a, a revival of that show too, I believe. And... I don't know. I hope if they do, they they honor him some somehow because he was just always you know smoking that cigar and came you know with his Hawaiian shirt and it was one of the things that he said in an interview before, of he he loves cigars and so he convinced them that what if what if Al just whenever he's showing up just always smoking a cigar, they're like yeah that could be kind of a cool thing. So he got free cigars for uh, the five years that they shot the show because it's funny. they always need to have him on set. So that would not happen these days. No 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 no, but. <laughs> Obviously, you know, a, a famous actor, um, you know, that people, you know, enjoyed. Yeah. It's now gone. And go the, go check out some old school Quantum Leap. Like, it probably doesn't age well, but the stories... No, probably not. The stories are always interesting. The concept of the show is something you... I mean, they've they've tried to, like, reuse over and over and over again, but nobody did has done it quite as well. No. Oh, so with that, uh, stay thirsty for... Mariah Carey coming on the radio because that's coming soon. All she wants for Christmas is you, Tony. All she okay. wants for Christmas is you. She can have me. 